right, good morning. Welcome back to the 22. This is the Catch Rachel Podcast. Thank you for tuning in, especially if you listened to yesterday's shit sandwich of a show. I really appreciate that. Wow, I can't believe I got shit sandwich of a show out without stuttering over myself. That's, you know, we got off to a terrible start yesterday. I'm going to say the double sh there to start the show. Um, really, see, now, yeah, really, uh, really helped out. A uh, really good way to start. So it's really uh, turning things around here on Tuesday. Yesterday, I mean, my God, I, mean, I was still like, still like half asleep, maybe still a little baked from Sunday night. I'm not sure, but I could not wrap my head around any coherent sentences um, for the entire 22 minutes of the program. <laughs> the program. <laughs> There's a little generation up there, right there, of the program. Who talks like that? Who says program anymore? You will not hear a millennial say program, I don't think. That's something that's, uh, if you hung out people from the 70s and 60s, I guess, that's a word that might that has, how many goddamn cars are coming here? That's a word that has survived, but not for long, I'm afraid. <laughs> As we mourn the loss of the word program, and there's 19 cars. This has never happened. Going in front of my fucking complex. I've never waited that long to get out of my complex. Jesus. Fucking parade down here. Oh, yeah. Yesterday was, was a goddamn disaster. I mean, if you actually listen to that show yesterday, I applaud you because I listen to the show every day after I record it just to be sure um, there's no serious issues with it or I'm not like banging the mic on my collar the entire time, which is very annoying uh, to listen to. Or, you know, to be sure there's no, you didn't get cut off or anything like that. Be sure there's no problems. And it was a struggle to get through. I just, <laughs> I might even shut it off a couple minutes later. I'd be like, yeah, it's enough. We'll just put down, and I write up the, like, the blurb, whatever, that it describes what the show entails that day. Whereas today, I think it'll be, I think it's episode 141. So it'll be 141, the title, and then it's going to be, I... Uh, what's a good way to put it? Um, I lament yesterday's show, or something like that. So that's a good way. That'll be the first segment of the show, is me lamenting yesterday's show. Uh, boy. Uh, but we're back. And Monday, Monday's always fucking bad, and I don't know why I don't, I just refused. I'm like, oh, you know what, this week could just be better. I'll figure it out. I don't, I haven't done anything to make it better, so that's really on me. Uh... I got to do something over the weekend, I think, to prep myself a little better. I'm just like, oh, so much could happen over two days. It's going to be more than enough to talk about. Then things will happen, and I'll know they happened, but I just have no, I don't know, preparation to talk about them. Like, oh, well, the Yankees won. Didn't, didn't this guy talk, Didn't this guy pitch? And then there was a home run, and then got a little dicey in the seventh or eighth. And, uh, eh, eh, whatever, that was a nice win for the Yanks. <laughs> it felt like it happened two years ago, not two days ago. So that's where we're at here on Tuesday, just trying to get things off on the right foot. So let's see, where should we start? I got a lot of I got a lot of sports things here today. Uh, I don't want to start with sports. We'll get into sports later. Let me start with New Orleans, because why not? Uh, so I'm in a unique position right now, where I am like of a certain generation. I'm like the elder statesman, I guess you would say, of a younger generation. I was like the end of one generation. I think biologically, I'm the end of one generation. Um, meaning I was born to 
I was like the one of the last born of a generation of like the parents from yesteryear. I don't know how, well, I don't know how you fucking say that, but um, and then I I am friends or I'm close with cousins of the next generation who started having kids shortly after. Like the older parts of my generation started having kids shortly after I was born, because you know there's people 20 years older than you in there. Um, so I'm clo- I'm actually close with like my cousins' kids who are like my second cousins, but we call them cousins because we're fucking close and. I don't know. We're all degenerates, so it kind of worked out pretty well for everybody. Um, it just made sense that we would all kind of bond over shared vices at some point. So whatever. So I'm I'm like the elder of that generation, and now they're all getting married and shit, and they have bachelor parties. So like their parents certainly aren't invited, and their uncles and aunts certainly aren't invited to these bachelor parties. But I am. Um, because they because they know me as part of their own generation in a way, so confusing that, that is. Bottom line is I've retired I've retired from bachelor parties. I mean pretty much. I mean for ten years I haven't gone to a fucking bachelor party. I don't know how long. I just don't I just don't go anymore. I don't know. I did, at at one point it was because like I just it was like I'm saving some money. I can't be going away. I'm having kids and shit. I can't be doing that. And now it's kind of the same thing, but it's because I'd, I'd rather take that trip with my family if I have a vacation um, this time around. So, why, you know, like, you try telling my wife that I'm going to go away with a bunch of guys to New Orleans uh, and not take her anywhere this year. So, that's not a conversation I'm going to have with her. <laughs> it's not a conversation that you want to have with her either. So, and on top of that, like, I'm not going to, I'm not here knocking batch parties, but, like, I'm, I don't want to spend a couple grand for a weekend I'm just not going to remember and I can't really talk about it anyway <laughs> you know because you're sworn to secrecy in these things which is fine um, so I'm so the unique position here is like I'm on call right so they're going to New Orleans tomorrow until Saturday and if anything ha- like I've I've gotten the occasional drunk dial um, from bachelor parties in the past so I'm always like aware, even if it's just like a Vegas trip, not necessarily, not necessarily a batch party. This is like a Vegas trip or something, and I'm I'm always not called for anything bad happens or anybody uh, is wandering aimlessly and they uh, happen to pick up their phone and think about they want to call somebody who they know is not, you know, in a strip club somewhere. I mean, ninety percent chance about a strip club. Uh, so they'll pick up the phone and call me. So this happened occasionally. And I have I have a couple culprits. There's at least two people who are possible possible pick up the phone and call me. You know, it's gotten a lot different in recent years. People don't people don't drunk down anymore. People hardly drunk text anymore. I think we were we've gotten away from that. because um, drunk dialing seems like Maybe it's just me. Maybe we, maybe I just got older and matured. Maybe people still do it a lot, but it just seemed like people were not used to having a cell phone on them all the time, and it, and like to have this capability when you are, uh, I don't know, for, like at the fucking diner at three a.m. or uh, outside smoking a cigarette at a bar, you know, at some odd hour, people weren't you know, pick up the phone like, oh shit, like I can call anybody. I can call anybody who. Who, should, who would get a kick out of me being drunk right now? 
Like, who would really think it's funny that I'm hammered right now and I want to get a phone call? And these calls would go on and they'd be awkward and, and too long. And, but I feel like people have kind of learned their lessons with that and they've learned to respect the power at their fingertips. So, look, I am hammered. I am not calling. I have not called my uncle. He's been asleep for four hours. We got drunk together once. I don't think he's going to appreciate me calling him when he's not drunk. Uh, and waking him up from his sleep. <laughs> but, I mean, that was, uh, that was 10, 15 years ago when these phones started taking over our lives. That was a common occurrence. Really <laughs> just... Uh, people didn't know how to handle it. And I, and, but now I feel like it's not its not good drunk out to be like, oh, he's going to think he's going to be, he's going to love how drunk I am. It's going to be, uh, this guy uh, is in the back of a cop car. This guy's puking on the side of the bar. <laughs> uh, and I just need to hear somebody tell me it's going to be okay. <laughs> not not going to be able to be okay, but I need sage advice or I need, or, just need, or we got it taken care of. They're fucked, but they're both fucked and I'm here laughing at him, so I need to laugh with somebody about it. So you're you're my guy. So, uh, yeah, I'm not sure because it's. I think I might get one or two texts, maybe maybe a call. I'll pencil myself in for a call. I'm putting a sharpie in for a couple texts throughout. Um, but I mean, batch parties, people, guys just disappear off the face of the earth for a couple of days, more or less. Will I hear from them more than they than their girlfriends and wives hear from them? Maybe. That's a good question. What's the over/under on texts, phone calls to girlfriends and wives versus over/under text, text, phone calls to degenerate second cousins? Let's find out. Let's set it. Um, and I gotta, you gotta check in with the twice, right? I mean, you go on Wednesday to Saturday. I mean, days just fucking melt into days at a bash party. Like it's just. You, there's, I mean, you know, like the sun's out or the sun's down, but you don't know. You, you don't, and the sun's out, but it still might be four o'clock in the morning. Here, uh, this might just feel like it's noon. I don't know. This fucking time doesn't exist on batch parties. And you want, and there's some people I'm a little concerned for on this trip. And I just, I don't, like, I understand. Like, I know this guy's gonna get drunk, have a good time. This guy's gonna get drunk. Have a good time. Maybe get a couple lap dances. This guy's gonna get drunk. He might do some drugs he shouldn't do. Um, this guy, I'm concerned about. Right? This guy's gonna do whatever comes in front of him. He's gonna anything that is put in front of his face. He's gonna drink it. He might smoke it. He might snort it. I don't know. He's liable to do anything once he has two fucking beers in him. Uh, and then it's a matter of where he just falls over. And it, and it's a legit, that's <laughs> a legit person on this trip. He just he just goes until he falls over, and no, nope, don't fucking do it, don't do it in your fucking Astro van. I don't fucking think so. Fucking trying to come in my lane here. What the fuck's going on here? Uh, see, you can't get. The guy's already got like duct tape on the front of his car. The wrong guy to fucking get a road rate. This guy is, clearly does not give a shit about the well-being of his vehicle. And I maybe I should maybe I shouldn't be doing the Matumbo wave with my finger to him. Uh, as he tries to sneak into my lane. Now he's behind me. Uh, he's a candidate to fucking ram my... ram my trunk. I wouldn't... This guy just might... I mean, he's wearing a 
He's wearing a beanie. Not a beanie. He's like, he's wearing a winter hat. Uh, he's, he's got his wipers on. It's not even fucking raining out. I mean, Jesus. I am. These guys are. These guys teeing me up right now. He got duct tape on one side of his bumper. He's laying off me. I'm, I'm just waiting for him to all of a sudden just be. <laughs> here he comes. God damn it. I'm getting out of this lane. Soon, I'm scared of this guy. I'm getting out of this lane. Never have I been scared that a car was going to ram me. That guy, that guy terrified me a little bit. Fucking, how warm is it out? We're wearing 60 degrees out. Somebody wearing winter hats. I'm the op- I'm one of the I'm one of the opposites. These, you see people still coming to work with jackets on, shit like that. Should I let this guy pass me? Can't, can't do it. I gotta get in this lane. Um, just holding on to the winter. No, fuck that. Push that shit out. Will the winter away? I don't mind the winter, but I also know that if I'm wearing a jacket in the summer, I'll sweat my balls off, and that's it's not a sweat that goes away. It just sticks with you from. I mean, if I start sweating at seven ten in the morning, it's not going to go away until I take a shower tomorrow morning. <laughs> I might take a shower tonight if I start sweating. Um, so, yeah, so looking forward to uh, uh, the phone calls, texts. Waking up, maybe I got one at 2 o'clock in the morning. Those are always fun. Rooting for it, rooting for it. Which means probably won't get it. Now I'm, like, looking forward to it, and I'm looking for it means it's not going to happen but uh, yeah these boys are going to off have a good time there's a there's one kid who's in there his second kid is on the way um, so he's going to I mean he's going to be a problem too I have a feeling just because you get these guys and they feel like their life's over and they're never going to be the man that they were before and that's true because once you have kids you're fucked but, uh, you know what, it makes, I think when you have kids, it makes drinking, all, it's like, it kind of brings you back to when you were in high school. It really does, because you can't drink just whenever you want. You can't, you can't just get hammered on a two, I mean, you could, and we do sometimes, but you still have to answer to a higher power, which is your sober wife. And your kids who don't give a shit if you're hungover, they don't care if you're drunk. They expect you to be, you know, coherent in some ways. They expect you to be, they expect you to answer all their questions. They expect you to play with them. They expect everything from you. So that's, you know, you can get the occasional coming home from work on Tuesday hammered. Or the occasional, like one day I was moving shit with my cousin on Saturday and we went right to drinking at like noon and by 2.30 I was fucking cocked but you still you know and then the next day your kids are like well did you like that movie watch yesterday and I'm like ah but I like it <laughs> I, I loved it uh, and I don't remember a fucking scene from that movie but um yeah I mean they don't care so I mean you uh you know you know you're, you, you can't do certain things but I don't think it's that big of a loss and then you have to kind of find your time and sneak around a little bit. And it's kind of like being in high school when you had to sneak around a drink. You had to get around your parents, be sure they didn't know you were drunk. 
and now you're just doing the same thing but with your kids. And you can get away with it a little more because they're not looking for the signs. They're not smelling your breath. They're not, uh, you know, they're not looking at the window at 11 o'clock at night wondering where the hell you are. But they're going to barge into your room at 6.30, 7 o'clock in the morning and want you to be, uh, I mean, you got (laughs) to, I talk about entertaining them. You got to fucking feed them, man. Shit. God, that's like, you know, that's the actual responsibility. Entertaining them is one thing. It's good for kids to be bored occasionally. I tell them that all the time. And that's not, it's not just to get out of playing with them. That's because sometimes you just fucking, you're not going to have an iPad. Okay? You're not going to have, sometimes you got to figure it the fuck out. I mean, my grandfather was a master at making up games. He didn't have fucking iPads or phones or Nintendo. <laughs> I sound like my father. He didn't have Nintendos when he was growing up. Nobody fucking plays Nintendo. <laughs> PlayStation 5 coming out. No. You gotta have that shit. Sometimes you gotta figure it out. Doodle. Fucking make up a game. You think fucking paper football was invented because people had the most thrilling lives? No. Somebody figured out how to roll, to fucking bend a paper. You know what? Today, that's your fucking homework, listeners of the 22. Make a fucking paper football at your desk today. Do you still remember how to do it? I fucking hope that iPhones didn't rot your brain so much that you couldn't make a fucking paper football. Fucking do it today. Do it. Tweet me a fucking picture of your paper football, please. At the commuter four. There you go. There's there you go. I don't do that, but there you go. Alright, I'm, I'm almost here. Let me get alright. The Yankees won extras last night and did not make it to the end of the game. Fourteen innings in Los Angeles or in Anaheim, wherever. I'm just not gonna make that to on a fucking Monday night. I'm not going to do it. Uh, the Nets... Uh, no. Let me talk about this. Oh, one thing about New Orleans. Apparently, this is where I like. I did a, a light search for New Orleans. Somebody was telling these guys, just be careful those back rooms. It sounds like a great idea, but then you're back there and they, you know, they kind of keep you back there. And they're not going to unlock the door. It's like a now you can't leave situation. And then you got to shell out a few fazools just to fucking get this guy. This guy let you out of there, which I didn't know existed. Um, it's a brilliant strategy. It's a great business model, I think. You know, if you get these people in these shady ass rooms, they got a fucking wedding ring on their fingers. They're gonna pay to get the fuck out of there, so they're not calling. You know, they they don't want they don't want to somehow get back to their wife. They're in the back room of some fucking shady ass uh, strip club in New Orleans. So I guess they know what they're doing. Anyway. I'm going to comment on this quickly, and I'm glad that I'm almost done here. It's Dave Gettleman and Odell Beckham. Odell Beckham went on a little Twitter rant, I don't know, yesterday, I guess. Um, It's because Gettleman said something. Somebody asked Gettleman if he um, was changing the culture, or his new culture. And he said, you know, make it like a smirk, smart-ass, snarky remark like that. Now it is. I mean, move the fuck on from Odell. You fucking traded him. Okay, you're not. He's gonna be fucking great in Cleveland. I was for the trade for a couple reasons. One, because if you're losing, he's distracting. All right, and we've won with them before, and didn't work out so good. And you don't need a big time wide receiver these days. You don't. It's great to have him. He's an exciting player, but you don't need him. And if you think you can get something back for him that's gonna help your team win, great. Of course, you're not gonna get equal value for a guy like Odell Beckham, skill position guy. You're just not gonna get it. And I had my problems with Odell, but it's not about him. He moved. He's gone. He's in Cleveland now. So he hit back yesterday saying, you know, well, they, had a, they were okay with losing, this and that. I mean, 
it's it's like a fucking bad breakup, man. Like you ever get we ever with a guy or, or or a girl and they broke up with their boyfriend and girlfriend, and then they just won't they will not shut up about how how much they fucking hate him. Well, yeah, that's why you fucking left. And why are we still talking about this fucking loser that you fucking dumped? Okay, you both got what you wanted. Get him, and you got what you wanted. Shut the fuck up about it already. I don't have I don't have as much of a problem with Odell here as he with Gettleman. I mean, you know Odell's not to keep his mouth shut. You know he can't do it. But Gettleman forced his hand. He didn't do it unprompt, imprompt, unprompted, 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 unprompted. What the fuck? I mean, he didn't he didn't do it just because he was feeling like you know knocking the Giants yesterday. He did it because Gettleman made a fucking smart ass remark about just shut the fuck up, Gettleman. You got you got what you want. Okay, I know the reporter asked you a fucking question. But you got exactly what you wanted, okay? He's gone. Okay, you got Golden Tate. And you have Eli, who... Look, another story for another day. I gotta fucking go. Am I gonna catch a train? I'm not gonna catch a train. I'm gonna try to catch a train. I gotta go. Don't take any shit from anybody. Have a great fucking day. Send me pictures of your paper footballs, please. Christ, do it. I'm gonna do it. Have a great fucking day. Talk to you soon. This is the 22... Don't take a shit from anybody. Talk to you.